Hi, I'm Alul. Sup, I'm Boo. Yeah, I'm Alul. This is the voice of Canberra youth. And this is the voice of Multicultural Youth. The show about multiculturalism, diversity, sharing experiences, and achieving goals. Stay tuned for our wonderful interviews and good music for you to enjoy. You are listening to the Multicultural Youth Program on 2XFM. Live Thursday, 6 till 7 p.m. You're live with Boo, Malou, and Malou. But Malou is not in the show today. Um, we're, inter- we're going to be interviewing Faye Diamond. Um, we're going to interview them about living in Enjoy Indonesia, that. their culture. Yeah, just about anything. And this is a show about multiculturalism, <laughs> diversity, uh, achieving goals, and sharing experiences. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you guys been up to? Um, yeah, just like going to school and doing schoolwork and stuff. You're about to die on us, aren't you, my <laughs> love? <laughs> Came down with a bit of a cold today, hey? Yeah, yeah. So you're just gonna be taking a bit of a backseat in, in today's <laughs> show? <laughs> no, maybe. Sure. What about you, Paul? Uh, j- just normal stuff, school, homework. Yeah, just it's hard to live a life with school. Just spending like seven hours a day at school. Yeah. It's not yeah. really fun. Um, how was the conference last Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. What, do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so what, what was the conference about again? Oh, can can you tell us? For all the broadcasters around Australia, um, come together, share the what they like or what they're doing about the show, yeah, and what should be improved about this, about the conference and the broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And um, there's some interesting sessions, hey. Um, yeah. and you guys, you guys even spoke at one of the sessions. Yeah. Yeah. What What was that again? It was uh, speech. Speech. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was yeah. about. Li- I mean, I think they called it linguistic and cultural <laughs> development in broadcasting. But what I mean, what were some of the themes they were talking about in that? Like the stuff they were talking about. Yeah. Um, probably the, like the show and how like to improve the show and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and remember they're talking about um about the role like language and cultural identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. were they saying saying about that? Like they're trying to make more more ready about other language than all the time English and stuff. Yeah. And they that said that you should all like if you're speaking English on your radio, um, you should be learning your own language too. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes speak your own language. Yeah. It's, we don't do that. But yeah. It's, so cool. it's interesting though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um and we also got um we won a won a bit of an award as well. Yeah. Um, so just just for the listeners out there, we. Two thousand. Um, <laughs> Two thousand bucks. That's right from the NEMBC <laughs> Council. So, thanks to thanks for that. We're going to be putting it towards uh, training for youth broadcasters in Canberra. So, if anyone you know out there and wants to get involved, if they're between the ages of fourteen and sixteen, yeah. we've got about uh, maybe about five or so spaces left, and we'll be training training you up to sound like Bull and Malwal. And guess. how many are we choosing? Uh, well, there's about it's going to be ten people altogether, but uh, we've already filled about six of those spots. So. Uh. Yeah, it's wow. going, going fast. Um, and I'm Dama. I'm, I'm married to Jordan, so um, I'm kind of forced to be here, <laughs> but I like <laughs> it. Uh, we've been here for how long now? Two years. Two years. Yeah, been good. Um, how did you meet? Um, we met in two thousand and three. Uh, Jordan was in, in a like a an exchange program. Um, it's called Atitis. 
uh, and we met there. I just I just started uni then, and he just started. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, y- you were there for like a month, eh? For before. a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. No, well, I was no. there for a year on exchange. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah. So that's where you met. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, at the university. Yeah, at yeah. uni. Tell us about what you do on exchange. Um, um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm kind of forced to be here. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I'm working at Subway on Bundy Street, on corner Bundy Street, Mott Street. Um, I've been working there since April last year, so it's been quite a while now. Um, and that's pretty much what I do here. I don't go to uni. Um, yep. I just go to work, come home, play games, and yeah, <laughs> bed, work and the next day. And you so. said that when, when you met Jordan, Jordan, you were doing some, you, you were on exchange and you were working with, doing some volunteering or something? Yeah, I was, I was on exchange from 2003 to 2004, I was on exchange uh, over in Indonesia. And then in 2006, I came back again and I was doing some work with Australian Volunteers International mm-hmm. for two and a half years. Mm-hmm over there working with a local NGO which was doing seminars on Islam and tu- uh, pluralism over there. Yeah, right. Yep. So, w- I mean, what? tell us more about that because so obviously um, for, for these guys, um, Indonesia is the biggest, uh, has the biggest Muslim population of any country, so that must have been pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, it was great uh, doing lots of seminars, particularly around West Java in Indonesia, which is a, a particularly strong islamic area there uh also got to visit quite a few islamic boarding schools there and every time now when i go back for holidays or uh go back to visit people uh usually visit friends in islamic boarding schools there who i met while i was working in in jakarta from 2006 to 2008 so yeah no it was it was really good to be able to really um devote a lot of time to being able to learn the language as well directly from from people there as well as um, taking in a lot of the culture and not just Indonesian culture but also uh, Islamic Indonesian culture. Yeah. Uh, how is Islam school different in Australian schools? Um, over well, at least in Indonesia, it's the Islamic boarding schools they have there are called pesantren. Uh, they're often a mixture of both systems. They have a lot of religious studies uh, classes. Uh, so learning directly from the text, from Quran, from Hadith, but also from uh, classical texts from famous Islamic scholars. Um, so lots, lots of stuff on religious texts. That's usually in the early morning and late afternoon, and then during the day they have m- most normal most schools. of the school mm. most of the schools have normal classes like the uh, the state schools. Okay. And Dharma, did you go to a state school? Um. Yeah. Um, so, um, back in, well, from primary school to high school, uh, we have, uh, religion classes, Mm. like, it depends on, uh, your religion, obviously, uh, but, like, uh, Hinduism or Buddhist or Buddha, they, they don't have, like, classes in, like, in normal school hours, mm. usually they have it after school. Right. Um, yeah, and like, uh, 
Like, for example, because we're divided into classes, not like here you can kind of pick your classes. Um, like, my uh, class for religion, uh, we uh, had like once a week, and it's per class, not like mm -hmm. for people, for like the Buddhist, um, they had like the whole school all for for that year they they're all gathered together mm. and do it um in like outside school hours so that yeah um can you tell us how a normal day in indonesia compares with a normal day in australia oh as in school or yeah. or in general hmm it's hot there <laughs> it's really hot and very humid probably like uh how hot canberra was today uh, but it's like every day that hot, even when it's raining, it's still really hot and really humid. Mm. And things tend to start a lot earlier yep. over there. For example, school, what time school, does school start? School starts at uh, the latest, 7.30. Um, and we usually finish at probably 1, 1 1.30. Yeah, right. uh, but a lot of schools have like extended classes, especially for students in their last years. Um, probably they stay at school until like four in the afternoon um, and they go to school Monday to Saturday not Friday so yeah, that's a lot of studying Bulls, were you saying that in uh, in Sudan you started pretty early as well um, yeah we start at six we start at mm. six o'clock but the hours were different we finish at 11 yeah so it's about at least four hours. Yeah. Six yeah. in the morning. Oh, oh that's really early. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you're late, it could really hurt you. Oh so yes, I am. You get beaten up anyway. Oh, we don't get beaten up, but we just if you are late, just don't bother coming at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many religions are there in Indonesia? Um, there's a lot. Uh, but mainly probably five um and that's uh islam christianity um buddhism hinduism and hang on um Muslim. yeah that's islam um i was thinking christian and catholic but they kind of christianity so and konghucu now confucianism, Confucian? yeah. um, is so that a new religion there's there's six officially recognized religions um, and in Indonesia, they they um, separate Protestant Christianity and Catholicism. They consider them two different religions, even though for most well, for most Western countries, they just fall under Christianity. But yeah, yeah. Um, Confucianism has only recently it's been. It's only the last um, 10, 15 years. Uh, before that, because in our ideas, we uh, we state our religion. Uh, usually, people from uh, that religion, they they say they they're Buddhist or they Christian, so they don't say. Um. <coughs> um, do these exist side by side, um, happily? Most of the time, uh, like at school, yeah. Um, religions don't really matter. Um, don't really matter to us. Uh. Yeah, the they've had some some troubles in the past, and every now and again, 
uh, there are some troubles between different different communities, but on the whole, most Indonesians really try. They really make a, a very strong effort to get on with uh, with other members of the community from other religions. Uh, their national ideology is all about uh, unity and diversity is the national motto. Mm. Um, <coughs> so yeah, well, there are problems, but then again, there's problems in every country between members of different religions, but it's there's a, a concerted effort to make sure that yeah. everyone can get along uh, for the sake of the nation there. Yeah, right. That's pretty, um, pretty interesting. Before, sorry, just before we, uh, we started interviewing you guys, we played... Um, Played a, a song by Chocolate, was it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chocolate. Chocolate, uh, Bandera. And what, what was it about? Because it was when we uh, when we typed it in on the net, we got some uh, what something to do with with uh, the Lebanese Israeli war. Uh, it's about defending the country, or it's about being a part of the country. Mm. Um, bandera means flag. Uh, so. And isn't chocolate um, a color? It's it's a color. It's also chocolate. The is it food. black or brown? Or uh, brown. Yeah, oh. chocolate is brown. Uh, can you tell us about national pride in Indonesia? Hmm. That, that seems to be what the so that's a bit what this uh, this one was about. What Bendera was about? Yeah. Uh, is it a big uh, is it a big theme like nationalism and <laughs> Not quite sure. Uh, it's I don't know. Sometimes it depends on the time of the year. Yeah. Uh, they get very excited around Independence Day yeah. time. Yeah. As early as as two weeks before the actual day, people <coughs> have like red and white streamers up in the street, and and that's usually the time when songs like Bandera or sometimes movies about the revolution period and and things like that that's when things like that usually come out around about that time so uh, and Indonesia um, what time do you guys wake up like in according to the religion you wake up at four or five oh o'clock? that's that's for the for the really good Muslims <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not uh, normally uh, probably around six but if you do like the early morning prayer probably about four thirty, four in the morning and then after that you go back to bed and uh wake up at six or whatever time you need to wake up um yeah, usually around six because you have work and school and stuff um yeah so mm. usual but particularly around the fasting month around ramadan oh yeah that people you wake up at three in the morning mm. to have breakfast and and then you and then have the morning prayer and then yeah, go back to sleep. And do you do five prayers or is it four? Five, five yeah, yep. five times a day. It's like all right, uh, before sunrise and then um, just after the sun right above us, like around 12, um, 12.30. And then in the afternoon mm, at four-ish and then at six-ish and at eight around that time. Um, it doesn't go by the the clock really. It's just when the sun comes down or when or when the sun comes up. That's it. And that's the um what's the word I'm looking for? 
I don't know. It's the it's the prayers you have to do. But yeah, there's some that's one. Yeah. Um, and there's like optional prayers too, and it's 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 a lot. <laughs> so five five's really just for starters. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. <laughs> So we could be looking at anything, you know, 10 upwards. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, so now we're going to go to some songs. Shelly Seven. Sheila and Seven. So just before we go, tell us a bit about, this is another Indonesian band, right? Tell us about... Um, let me think. <laughs> they're, they're pretty big in Indonesia? Yeah, they used to be really, really big Um, when I was in high school, probably in 2001 when they start started getting big. Um, they're not, they're still really famous now, but they're not as big. And it's, it's been a while now, hey, nine years. Um, yeah, they're from Jogja. Jogja is where, um, where Jordan and I met and Freya as well. Um, so yeah. Now, just, just switching over to Freya for a sec, before we went, so you, to give our listeners a bit of a backdrop, I asked, um, I asked Dharma to send me in. A list of you know some some good music. I was after some hip hop or R and B or something a bit more lively to get these guys into it. But uh, what we got back was actually a bit of soft rock. Now, Faye, you said uh, Indonesia's littered. Indonesian airways are littered with soft rock. I, I think I said soft pop, Dan. Oh. I, I said uh, you have a lot of pop love songs. So um, I might have said it slightly harsher than that. I do have a soft spot for Peter Pan, but mm. um, I have to admit sometimes I was thinking you know a bit of hip hop or. Uh, Rock and roll. Oh, they have some rock and roll actually, but um, oh, a bit of hip hop oh, would have gone well. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, is it? Are you are you the aficionado aficionado between the group in terms of? No, uh, no, not yeah. by any stretch no. of the imagination. No, I only know a few, a few bands and stuff like that. But, right. um, oh, there's Chang Tutor. Yeah, that's pop rock yeah. again. That's pop rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we're gonna go to a little quiz now. Um, it's just like. If to see whose brain is quicker, this is for all of you. Um, just oh, I'm yeah, just lose. like if you figure out the question, just say it. Yeah. So starting now, um, what's the population of us Indonesia? Uh, twenty billion. Two hundred and twenty million. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got it. <laughs> oh no, no, it's is it million or twenty? Billion. No million. Two hundred twenty. And when did Indonesia become an independent country? 1945. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <both laughs> and how many religions are in Indonesia? Uh, six. six. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many islands does Indonesia have? How many, sorry? How many islands? A lot. But we, the biggest islands, we have probably Kalimantan, Sumatera, Sulawesi, Tiga, Jawa, Empat, Five. <laughs> Five biggest? Five biggest? Seven? I don't know. I think oh, it's if you include Maluku. Actually. Mm. Yeah, so if you include like the little, little, tiny, tiny islands, like billions. <laughs> no, probably not that many. <laughs> 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 and what's the most visited island in Indonesia? Oh, obviously Bali. Oh. And how many do you think? Uh, what's the average in a year? Uh, heaps? <laughs> not sure. Is actually. it hundreds, billions, or uh, millions? I'd go uh, millions, I think, 100,000, maybe. I think that's what I heard from my teacher. <laughs> I'm learning Indonesian. And do, do people in Java all drink coffee? Um, <laughs> yeah, but different, like, we drink 
not like coffee like here you have different kinds of coffee in indonesia you just have coffee <laughs> and it's black and um there's one kind of coffee um that is popular in jogja it's called kopi kloto and it has like it, it's like normal coffee but you put uh charcoal, charcoal. inside yeah yeah, right. And what, you drink the charcoal or you just leave it down the bottom? Oh, just leave it. No, don't drink charcoal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never tried that before. Some people add like... Charcoal is like, you know, coal. Like, you know... you Burn wood. Yeah, yeah burn wood. I've yeah. heard of it, but I guess not proper it's, enough. It's just like, you know, <laughs> like when you burn a tree, what, what you've got left is the coal. And like, yeah. the, you can also oh, call that charcoal. Yeah. yeah. But it's like flaming one. like. Oh, yeah. you, you put it in whilst it's on fire. Badass, hey. <laughs> so, so is the coffee already cooked? Bef- yes, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. are you putting it into the water? Or yeah. You so it's like coffee in a cup. So that's how you heat heat things over there. No, <laughs> it's just this special kind of coffee. Uh, some people put like probably alcohol in it, but it's mm. not that popular. Right. And y- you might get in trouble if people find out about that. Um. Um, how's the food in Indonesia like? Um, different in different islands. Um, like in Java, mostly sweet. Um, in Sumatra, it's usually hot and oily and with um coconut milk and stuff like that. Um, and how about rice? Oh, we eat rice. Um, that's we live on rice. Uh, so it's rice with uh, veggies or meat or fish or whatever, but it's always rice. Mm. Mm, noodles sometimes, but not as popular as rice. Um, tell us about live in your experience in living in Australia. Very different, very very different. I like it though. Um, uh, people are nice here, uh, but. You kind of have your own space, but people are still, you know, interacting with you. It's not like in Indonesia. It's it's um, um, it's like you n- we don't recognize the term privacy because we don't have such thing there. Um, yeah, curfews. Um, how, how does else? that compare with with your cultures? Or like, say, you, say you've come from a Filipino background and you guys come from a Sudanese background. Do you guys have this kind of same concept of privacy as you do in Australia? Is, I mean, do you think there's a clash there? Or? Maybe everything's a lot of different to Australia. Back in Africa, you don't see a lot of kissing and all that. Oh yeah, same in <laughs> Indonesia. Oh, you kiss. Yeah. Yeah. No, you no. get in trouble. Yeah, everything's different. Yeah, the privacy is bigger than it is in Australia. Yeah. So you have to cover up all the time, especially for the ladies. It's something they have to do. Um, I guess I'm really Australian, Filipino or Filipino Australian. So I'm not, I'm not sure I'm qualified to speak about what it's like to live in a fully Filipino household because I've kind of had the benefit of privacy. But I guess when um when there are Filipinos around in my house, which is reasonably frequently, uh, we do uh you know, they're pretty much everywhere and they're pretty loud and um, and you definitely don't have your private space then. But I guess we have the benefit of having lots of bedrooms. So if you really need it, all you have to do is close the door. 
But I do remember after coming back to Australia, after living in Indonesia for a year, when I came back, I just felt like Armageddon had happened because the streets were empty. It was so weird to be in a place where nobody was sitting on the balconies yelling out things to you as you walked on the street because in Indonesia that happened all the time. But in Canberra, everyone goes inside, shuts the door and you, you don't really see people. So it's like you know, the, the end of the world has happened and somebody just forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah. um, has it been difficult to integrate? integrate? Um, uh, for me, uh, it's like, it's not that hard to integrate because, oh, well, maybe because I work at Subway and most of us are Asians. So we're kind of like, okay, we're Asians, we better hang out together because, yeah, we're kind of like the test or whatever. Um, but uh, apart from that, I don't really go out, do I? Um, I sometimes I do, but pr pretty much with the same people every day. Uh, and I don't find too many difficulties. Um, maybe sometimes, like, because it's different culture, I, I don't know um, how to be polite in Australian term or whatever, um, which, like, what to say or what not to say, what is okay to ask to people or what's not and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, um, it's, it's, it's pretty much not too hard for me. The hardest part maybe food when it comes to food it's so hard because i'm very indonesian when it comes to food i like my rice i like my hot sauces yeah and stuff like that can, can i can i go back you said uh you said in where you work and you said um it's mainly asian, mainly asians yeah. and you said yeah you kind of just hang hang with those guys yeah do you like do you feel that there's a bit of a bit of like um i don't know um like, do you feel more comfortable hanging out with, with them, or is there? Do you feel like it's it's more difficult to, um, I don't know, to integrate more broadly, or? Um, no, not really. The problem is, uh, see, because I'm not a part of anything really. Um, like I'm not a student, so I don't hang out with students, or I'm not a an office worker or whatever, so I don't hang out with yeah. uh, those people, and there aren't. There are not many people at Subway, uh, probably about 20-ish, and that's when we all gather together. Um, usually, it's only like six, five, six people um, in a day, and it's kind of more comfortable to be with uh, your, like, foreigners, because that's the kind of feeling I get here, because mm. um, I am. You can relate on a lot of different issues, I guess, in terms of like yeah. background and yeah, although and sometimes the challenges you face. Uh, yeah, that too. Um, mainly in communicating, um, I don't really have problems with language, but sometimes they do. Um, most of them are Chinese, and they speak Mandarin or Cantonese uh, to each other, and that's when I feel a bit lonely because I don't yeah. speak those languages mm. um but when we 
all speak English, we kind of like speak all in broken English. So I feel, oh yeah, it's all right. My English is bad. Yours is too. So yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. You know, but when you speak like, for example, to Faye, I get sometimes I get, I feel intimidated and stuff like that. That's that's because Faye's a pretty intimidating character, really, isn't she? Yes, yes, <laughs> and pretty scary too, actually. And <laughs> <coughs> um, what do you think uh, of mocha cultureism in Australia? Uh, in Canberra, uh, there are a lot of people from different countries. Hey, uh, like like you guys from Sudan, or we get a, a lot of customers from like India or Korea or China. Um, so as a, as a foreigner, I don't feel alone, um, in that term. Mm. Uh, yeah. Do you think you've met a lot of different people from different countries that you wouldn't have otherwise met if you were still in Indonesia? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. In Indonesia, there are only like (laughs) Indonesians. Um, although we come from different islands, um, different backgrounds too, uh, but it's not like totally different because we're kind of like a part of something, um, from the same country, but he, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how, how, um, different people you've met every day, um. Yeah, it's, oh. it's good. How oh. does it compare to Australia? The mojo cultures? Mm. Mm, not too sure. Like I've I've only lived in Java and Kalimantan, and Kalimantan is pretty much like Australia. I mean, there's no um, uh, like a lot of people in Kalimantan are from are uh, Javanese anyway, so um, yeah. Uh, mm. Um, can you tell us about the song Nia Bojo? Oh, Borju. It's an old <laughs> is song. Is the song we're gonna go to next? Yeah. 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 Um, it's about rich people and how they behave, how they think they they're awesome because they have a lot of money, uh, and these kids are like. Uh, uh, all right, you're rich, we get it, you know. <laughs> well, look, our, our contacts at Wikipedia tell us that this is actually Indonesian hip-hop. Yes, so. yes. Um, hip-hop in Indonesia, um, there are not too many groups um, in Indonesia. Uh, it's, it's popular, but usually, you know, imported uh, artists uh, yeah. from the U.S., uh, but not, like, from Indonesia, so... Neo is one of a few, yeah. and cool. yeah, they they pretty much dead now. <laughs> but right. yeah, it's, it's still yeah. a good song. Okay. So, what would you guys give that a rating out of ten? I mean, I know you're into your Tuvok, Moa, but how does how does uh, Neo's Borju compare out of ten? Um, probably seven out of ten. I still think. Yeah, same. I was thinking of it. <laughs> 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 just out of interest, what's your favourite Tupac song? Uh, changes. Yeah, that's good. Which one is that? Huh? Which one is that? Maybe. Sing it. And what about yours? Uh, I like Do For Love. Oh, yeah. That's, d- oh yeah. that's pretty cool. Alright. 
and whatever I feel for. Uh, till the end of time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Oh, I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thanks guys for joining in. Demo, Shay, and Jordan. So next week we'll be in like interviewing Nick Boner, Jimmy Bowen. Okay. Bowen. All right. So and he's from the Migrant Resource Center. Is that that's right? Migrant Resource Center. Correct. Yep. And Phil, do you want to remind people how they can uh, give us feedback and tune in to us, etc.? Uh, you can go on Facebook, um, just tune in and give us some comments. Uh, nine eight is it two double multicultural youth radio two double s mm-hmm. dot com. Or uh, you can listen to us on iTunes. Uh, just dial the same, and you hear our show, our latest, and yeah. So now it's the Madis Macedonian shock coming up oh and yep <laughs> <laughs> all right and a call did it he didn't make it so he said like tell me to say his name <laughs> all right thanks everyone thank you thank you